Hi, and welcome to Gay Out the City. I'm your host, Prince Electro Diamond, and today I am here joined with my very first guest, probably the person that I wanted to be my very first guest the most. I got my best friend Sean here. What's up, bitch? How you doing? Hello, all you beautiful people. What the fuck is up? Yeah, I just wanted to do this to like kind of introduce everyone to you and kind of introduce our friendship because to me it's fucking crazy. We've been friends for what? 11 years? Yes. Christ, I remember first meeting you. You were a freshman. I was a junior, I think. Okay, so maybe it's more like 12 years. <laughs> oh shit, I'm telling you how old I am. I am young. I am fucking... He's... Oh, he's, he's 21. He's 21. <laughs> Let the record show. <laughs> well, no. It's just, it's my thing. It's like, yeah. I'm young. We'll just say that. Anyway, so we met then back when we were both straight. Wow. <sighs> straight white Christian boys, mind you. And, I mean, we've got an ex-Catholic here, so how about that? Yeah. Like, when you first met, there's no way you could mention that I was literally be now sitting in front of you in a fucking leotard and heels and a wig. Like... Girl, for real. I mean... In fact, as I remember, you were more conservative than me. That is very true. I was... Because that's how I was taught. I was taught to be a very conservative boy. But now... I basically... I've gone more and more provocative. Washington's, yeah, more. I've gone more and more. It's kind of like changed over the years. In fact, since I am going to ask you this question because I have not asked you yet. Since my recent change of Prince Electro Diamond, kind of like moving in the more like leotard direction from. Me just wearing, like, pants and a shirt. I know you... And, like, long pants and heels. I know you said before that, um... I wasn't really, like... Kind of a, quote, drag queen before. Do you think I'm, like, heading more in that direction? Or do you feel that this is just, like... Me... Being an artist and expressing myself... In that now, way. Now, that is a... That is a really good question, and my first thought is, you're evolving as an artist. Like, I still see you as Prince Electro Diamond, and you right. are creating new looks for yourself, and, you know, kind of branching out into new styles that, frankly, I think really fit you. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, it was... And the reason why I started doing leotards was it was kind of towards the end of 2021 that I had the idea. Because I'm basically just like, fuck it. Like, I have liked this look. My view was always to have Prince Electro Diamond in kind of these outfits. It's like, I was always saying, I'll wait till I'm famous, I'll wait till I'm famous. I'm like, fuck it, why don't I do it now? Like, I have the money. I know where to get the stuff. I might as well just do it. Like, Yeah, fucking live for today. Yeah. So, that was, yeah. It's crazy to think that, like, we were both 
Christians, because, like, you and I now, well, I don't know. Do you identify as an atheist? Because I know I still kind of identify as agnostic. No, I, I am an atheist, and I think you left the church before I did, and... Correct. Well, well, wait, when did you leave the church? Or, for lack of a better word, I kind of left my beliefs behind now, and don't get me wrong, the, uh, I still think the music and the pageantry, you know, that's still, you know, I still think they're beautiful and nice to listen to, but, um, as far as, you know, as far as Sky Daddy, mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. No. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way. I still like even some of those songs. I feel like to sing... Especially around Christmas time, like "What Child Is This" is probably like one of the most beautiful songs ever. But oh, I love Christmas music. Love yeah, it. Love it. Yeah. But it's just you don't have to like believe in the words because there's lots of things you remember back when we were both in in chorus together. Like we didn't. Like, we used to sing stuff in, like, different fucking languages. You didn't have to know what it meant. It's just words. It's words on a page. Oh, it was oh, it was mostly Latin. I felt like I was in mass half the time. Yeah, it's just... It's like... It could, it could sound good, but it's... You don't have to, like, believe every word and feel the passion of it. But... And, in fact, if I could share something real quick. This, uh, yeah. this, this kind of changed my view... On the Catholic Church, where I was with a friend, another friend of mine and his wife having dinner at their house, and she was raised Catholic, but now the both of them are very, very much atheist. And she remembers that as a kid growing up in the church, they taught her that the Bible was that the Bible was a storybook that you don't really take the Scripture literally, unlike other factions of the church and I'm like god that's the last thing I would have expected that Catholics would learn well yeah I remember like when I used to even talk to my dad who was like still part of the church he used to get he still gets mad when I call Catholics cannibals because essentially <laughs> that's what they are I mean if you're saying you're eating the body and blood of Christ you are eating human flesh which therefore makes you a cannibal I'm like, that's metal as fuck. <laughs> like, to say, oh no, it's symbolic. Well, then your whole religion's symbolic. Like, it's just symbols upon symbols. Nothing's, like, real. Like, even if you're saying that the Bible's not real, then, like, it's just a storybook. And I even remember... There was a story one time on the Young Turks where basically a bunch of Christians got mad because um, Costco labeled the Bible as fiction. Well, <laughs> that's what it is. It's not nonfiction. Right. I mean, I, I didn't even hear about that, but that's... Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, it was like many, many years ago. Anyway, let's get off the topic of religion because, you know... Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yes. Religion, religion wouldn't love me. If I walked in like this, they'd kick me the fuck out. Um, <laughs> oh, they might start casting holy water on your gay ass. Yeah. Anyway, so... Let's go into where we kind of... Both 
came out. Because the one thing that, like, I feel I haven't talked about on this channel and I haven't really talked about to a lot of people is that we actually came out to each other. We really did. And at first we came out to each other as bi. Yeah. And yeah. Definitely. Which, in a way, I regret doing because, I mean, bi people already get enough flack for saying, oh, well, you haven't, uh, you just haven't picked a side. You're just confused. And meanwhile, I'm like, yes, it's possible to be attracted to two genders at the same time. In fact, I even remember talking with someone about that your, your sister's married to a bi husband, right? Yes. Yes, she is. <clears throat> to which she said, well, I mean, does that mean that uh, he's still going to be faithful to her? I'm like, what? That's, I mean, first of all, my feeling with marriage and, like, monogamy is, I love when people say monogamy is natural. Monogamy is not natural at all. Like, so, people saying that, um... Somebody who's bi can't be faithful. If they want to be monogamous, they can. Right. I, it's like, the way I see it, you're not choosing a side, you're choosing a person. Yeah. There's a difference. Yeah, I mean, I even remember when I was dating a bi person, I specifically gave them permission. I'm like, look, if you need to go off and be with a girl, I'm not going to get mad at you for that. And... That's how I feel you should be entering into a relationship. Because at some point, yes, they're going to love you forever. But at some point, you're not going to be able to fully satisfy them forever. I mean, that's just my opinion. Some people will be like, eventually they're going to just choose one and be happy forever. I feel like they'll be able to put on that front. But... That's all it's going to be is a front. It's going to be an act. I mean, this make, it makes makes me think of Freddie Mercury. You know, everyone sees him as a gay icon, but he had committed relationships with men and women. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'll, I always forget that, too. Like, even... Well, you, you saw Bohemian Rhapsody, right? I did not. What? No. <laughs> I, I didn't. I know. Well, all right, I'll feel... Well, I'll fill the listeners in here on this one scene. There's no spoilers, but um, in the part of the film where he was married to, and I, I can't remember her name, but this was after a house party. The two of them were talking, and he confessed to her, you know, I, I think I'm bisexual, to which she says, No, Freddie, you're gay. You're gay. That's, and it's so, like, Brandon... I would love to say that we've evolved past that in, that was what, the 70s? Yeah, the 70s. Yeah. But it still hasn't changed. And we're in the year 2022 now, and people still feel that way. And it's like, whatever, they're bi. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at all. Fuck my current boyfriend's bi. Like, I don't care. Like, you be with who you are, want to be with. Like, 
you fuck who you want to fuck because eventually I know you're going to come back to me. And that's all that should matter. It's like, if the two of you are committed to each other, then, yeah, it's like if you want an open relationship, so long as you're on the same page, I mean, that's that's fine. My book. Yeah. Wow, this is getting heated. So, <laughs> but, so yeah, so then, eventually, when did you officially decide you were gay? Because I kind of had... Yeah, oh, 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 so being gay is a choice now. <laughs> For the listeners out there, you know what the fuck I mean. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying he chose to be gay. I'm saying, like, when did you... Okay, here's a better question. Once you realize yeah, you were gay. Yeah, like, when did I admit it to myself? Yes. Because... Yeah. Um, well, I'll ask you first, so I can, yeah, I can tell my well, side later. Yeah, it's... So, early... Let's see. Early 2014... In fact, I remember when I was getting ready to move down to Boca to go to college, I remember being at the dinner table and my dad said, you know, so make sure you don't tell these, you know, tell your roommates about this bisexual thing. And I, I was really taken aback. And I think that's, that's probably the most heated it's ever gotten between the two of us. And, and he, and frankly, he, he and my mom are accepting but my dad's first reaction was that of kind of sadness in that, you know, he saw this as another barrier I would have to deal with on top of being autistic. And, you yeah. know, which, which I'm like, I, I get it. It's, you know, it's hard enough being neurodivergent and gay in a heteronormative world. Right. And... <clears throat> But then once I got to college, uh, I think the only roommate that was openly homophobic, it was my first semester of my junior year, he was a, he was a Haitian immigrant, and I don't even remember what got us on the topic of gay people, but like I asked him what he thought of them, and he's like, oh, I, I, I pray for them, I, I do pray for them. Right. Well, I will say, ours actually... Surprisingly, mine was also early 2014. My sister actually made me admit it to her when yeah, she, we actually like bought share tickets. We went to see Cher. Um, oh, that's pro- probably the best concert I've ever been to. But yeah, yeah you, but yeah, your sister's known since you were like five, right? Yeah, but she finally just said, "She's like, just admit you're gay. You're going to share. Just admit you're gay." I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, fine, fine. You're right." <laughs> You're happy now. You're right. You heard it. You heard it. And I will say, surprisingly, it took a while, but I think my my dad finally just came around. At least that I know of, like about a month ago. Oh, so when you say came around, meaning <clears throat> excuse me, meaning he fully accepted you, or like like what? He actually said the words like "you're gay." He said that because like I got a pink iPhone. He's like, "Why did you get a pink iPhone? Because you're gay." I'm thinking. Yeah. Duh. It's like... <laughs> it's like, bitch, was there ever any doubt? I think not. Yeah, and I mean, like... My my thing was telling him, like, my phone case is pink. Because it's a drag queen. Yeah, my phone case is pink. Well, guess what? I'm gay. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not gonna do something like some plain black shit. Like, fuck. It's like, Ugh. no. It's like the only thing I would do is like if I put like a picture of like Alaska on the back of my phone case. That's the only reason I'd get like a plain black phone case with like. In fact, I I thought it was Alaska on the back of your phone case, but who is it really? No, it's um it's um Evie Oddly. She's the winner of season 11 of RuPaul's Drag Race. So, actually, speaking of Alaska... Well, no, wait, no. I forgot. See, when I originally started like thinking about this podcast, for some reason I thought the first time we went to the Parliament House was to see Alaska, but then I forgot. No, that's definitely not it. it was The first time was on my 21st birthday. Yep, your 21st birthday, and... Uh, well, it, in fact, it was your sister's idea. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I remember we we did some jello shots, then called an Uber, and yeah, that was that was a fun fucking night. Yeah, that's the only night I've been drunk. Well, <laughs> one of the only nights I've been drunk. But, <laughs> yeah, because it, it 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 takes a lot to get you drunk. Right? Yeah, I mean, like shit, I'm drinking now, but it's like we're not gonna, I'm not gonna be drunk anytime soon. Right, and yeah, we're. We are both toasting vodka cocktails for the late, great, fabulous Betty White. Rest in power, you beautiful, beautiful yes, soul. Yes, rest in peace, Betty White. I mean, I do, like, we both love Golden Girls. Maybe that's how I should have known I was gay, was I literally love watching the Golden Girls. <laughs> and I love watching the Nanny. And love watching Will and Grace. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my God, I remember, oh my God, my parents would watch Will and Grace every week. And I remember <clears throat> actually sneaking out of my bedroom, like after I had gone to bed. Yeah. Uh, I remember kind of like hiding underneath the table next to the couch where they were sitting on just so I could watch it with them. Because, of course, I was supposed to be in bed and I'm like, fuck, I've known I was gay for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> And being at the Parliament House was, like, where we got to be gay and free. I was trying to think, when was the first time we were both there when I was, like, fully Prince Electra Diamond? I think it had to be Alaska, because when we went New Year's Eve the following year, that was... yeah, that was to see Violet Chachki, but that wasn't. We weren't. I wasn't. Dra- I wasn't like dragged up that time. I was just me. I was just like, yeah, I wearing normal clothes. Yeah, I remember. The only, yeah, the only New Year's we spent together at the Parliament House was 2015-2016. Yeah. And then yeah, Alaska was 2018, and yeah, I think yeah, that's definitely the first time you were there as Prince Electra Diamond. Yeah, I mean, like obviously I'd been there many, many times before, but I do remember that that's that was me, you, and my ex. Like, I remember us being both good, and they were trashed. <laughs> At well, the, especially your ex, and it, yeah. Yeah, she... Well, no, you were... I think you were good. Yeah, I... Yeah, I mean, your ex could barely stand up. Like, you know, yeah. they were... 
they were leaning on me like a crutch throughout the whole show, especially since Alaska didn't go on until probably 1 a.m. There was plenty of time for us to just get fucked up. Right. The, uh, in fact, I will add, going to see Alaska was the first time that I went back to a gay club since the Pulse shooting, which was probably God, almost two years. And, you know, walking up, Walking up to the place, I did feel a little bit nervous, but as soon as, you know, as soon as we all walked through the entrance and beyond that glass wall, I'm like, I'm home. I'm yeah. fucking home. Yeah, that's the, probably the one thing. I mean, if I were to look at the only, like, great things about being in Orlando, it was being able to go there whenever I wanted. Yeah, because you, yeah, you were just a couple of blocks off of OBT, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I was, like, right there. And I did go there at least once a week. There were occasionally times that I went twice a week. But I definitely went there once a week. Because yeah. I just, I needed places to perform. Cause yeah, and it was, I, it was, like, always for karaoke, right? Yeah. I mean, but that's how... I got my expression out. Like, um, was performing because before that, man, I do think, I do think about the times before Prince Electro Diamond, and I do look at how dark it was. I mentioned that a lot on this podcast about how that time was just very, very dark for me. And like, what have you, uh, what have you told the listeners so far about that time? What I've told them about that time was that I was, at least from what I remember, I will say, a lot of times I record a podcast and I forget what the fuck I say in the middle of it. <laughs> because when you're when you're talking, it's not like I'm, it's not like I'm reading from a script. That's why I feel like. In order to be able to do this, you have to not be able to read from a script. You have to come off the top of your head. Otherwise, it sounds robotic. Right. You know, it's it sounds so much more natural if you're candid, if you feel comfortable, and it's just, you know, yourself or you and a familiar guest in the same room. It's, it's, it's just like you're hanging out. Yeah, I mean, that's why, like... I feel that's why even episode four, like episode four is probably the shortest episode that I've done because I only wanted to talk for 20 minutes. I did. I want to do this one for longer. I am like, that's why being Prince Election Time, that's probably the shift in this was that I, I basically have evolved Prince Electric Diamond from being just a musician to being like the modern version of a musician, which is someone who does podcasts, who t- does Instagram photos, does all of that. In fact, does, <clears throat> does Alaska have a podcast? Yes, Alaska does have a podcast. Alaska has a podcast with um, Willem, who I also love, love Willem, called Race Chaser, and... It's basically they review every episode ever of RuPaul's Drag Race. 
and kind of give sometimes they'll even have guests where they like spill tea about what happened behind the scenes which you don't get to see on camera which to me is like pure gold oh and especially a show like RuPaul's Drag Race there's enough tea to fucking kill Queen Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah I mean it's it's a show where I will say it's a good show I know I know you're not a huge fan of it but uh, oh a fan of what RuPaul's Drag Race yeah it's I like it it's yeah I, I, I just don't I just don't really set aside time to watch it but also it's because my ass is too cheap to pay for cable well yeah <laughs> I get that I mean honestly what I feel with RuPaul's Drag Race is if they were smart they would just shift everything to Paramount Plus like they already did that with All Star Season 6 they literally had it only on Paramount Plus they didn't show it on TV at all and cause you know you gotta figure I mean in the LGBT community I mean do you really think the average person can afford paying for cable every month cause you know I know RuPaul had very humble beginnings I mean I've, I've watched what I would call the precursor to the vlog, but he was friends with, he was friends with this guy called, I think his name was Nelson Sullivan, and he would carry his video camera everywhere, you know, like all over Atlanta, New York City, no matter where they lived, and RuPaul was always with him, and I feel like, yeah, they were vloggers before it was cool. Yeah. But then, these days, I think I remember you telling me that RuPaul now only wears drag if he's being paid for it. Right, correct. That's 100% true. Because, like, you know, some of the early outfits I've seen him wear, I mean, yeah, they were clearly, you know, they were homemade. They, you know, you really had to get creative with what limited resources you have. I mean, he was even, you know, asking people for a quarter for a slice of pizza. I mean, that's, you really can't get much more humble beginnings than that yeah and i mean even i mean rupaul's getting smart like literally the newest show that they did with drag queens queen of the universe which i love it's it's on paramount plus they don't even put it on tv like <clears throat> yeah it's like if you're already paying for a subscription then i say you know i'm, I'm sure you would still make good fucking money if you yeah. move RuPaul's Drag Race to streaming because I mean Christ the average cable bill I can't even remember what it is anymore but when I lived at home you know splitting all the bills with my folks the cable bill was always one of the highest things yeah I remember and I, it's probably even more expensive around here I remember when I was paying for cable in Orlando it was like over $143 a month ooh fuck that and mm. it's like but that's back before RuPaul's Drag Race was on Paramount Plus. Um, yeah, it was before. It's actually before Paramount Plus is even a thing because now they have some of the seasons on Hulu, but they don't have all of them. And it's like, 
on Paramount Plus, they don't even have all the seasons yet. Like, they're on season 14 now, and the episodes on Paramount Plus only run up to season 10. Mm, so, yeah, you're like four seasons behind. Yeah, if you're just watching that. And a lot of people... I actually am thinking about getting one of those VPN things just so that I can watch RuPaul's Drag Race every season, every country, and just switch the country that I'm in to watch it. Yeah, you're you're gonna be a low key hacker now. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, why not? Like, honestly. The whole thing about VH1, VH1, let's get people to tune into VH1. First of all, the thing about even if you get like the VH1 app, you can't use it unless you have cable. Which, to me, that's total bullshit. Yeah, it defeats the purpose of getting the app. It's like, yes, it's free, but you still have to watch commercials and you still have to have cable to get it. Oh, like. Geez. So, anyway, we got that Parliament House. I will say, we have had probably, I will say, this is probably like we've had the ideal friendship. We have the ideal friendship because, like, you and I have never really fought. The only time, the only time I remember really fighting was probably oh it was our choir trip to San Diego this was like fucking 10 years ago yeah and it was like in the beginning of our friendship yeah and I remember let's see I kind of wandered off with another group and I tried calling you and couldn't get a hold of you and then when we got back to the bus you know you would thought I ditched you yeah cause I'm I will say this. I, I like picture myself as like a loner, and like I want to just be alone all the time. But I mean, there are even times when I need people to hang out with. Like, yeah, it's like I mean, I, I'm an introvert myself, but even with even with all the shutdowns from COVID, I'm like, God damn it! Even I like to go out every now and then. Yeah. <clears throat> it's I, like it's like now I can't even do that. Yeah, like, yeah. COVID's a whole other subject. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I've brought that up on here before. Um, yeah, but I but I did just get my booster, so hopefully I can start reconnecting with people at places that I would go to before the shutdown. Yeah, I will say is some of them don't. It's, it's weird, like. Especially, like, you know, I used to go to Palm Beach County a lot before I started hosting this podcast. And, like, even now, they're starting to, like, close down a lot of places because they have spikes in COVID cases there. So, like, a lot of the places I even used to go to aren't open. Right, because for some reason, getting a scientifically proven vaccine is fucking controversial. And yeah, I'm I like, know. I know. Like the longer, the longer that we let this shit continue, the worse it's going to get. I mean, I mean, my God, I, I, I work 
I work with some people who just will not get the vaccine. And lo and behold, they got COVID. Yeah. I mean, even... Okay. I will admit. I used to pay attention to the news a lot more than I do now. I don't. Um, but even... If I'm correct, they're even, like, completely almost back to normal in Europe. That's... Hmm. Or at least there was a time where that was a thing, where we've never had that in America. They've tried to force it here, but it doesn't work. Right, like, I, I haven't heard much about what's going on, especially in the EU, but the fact that we have so many people over here in the States that will only listen to what their own tribe tells them that, you know, if, if the facts don't submit to their preconceived notion of what's actually true, yeah. then they, they don't want to fucking hear it. I know, that's so... Like, I am one of those people, like, I try and be open to all sides, but there you, get, you have to get to a point where, like, it's no longer... you. We have to be open to both sides. We have to be caring to both sides. It's one of the sides has facts, and the other side has stories. It's like, you know, you could look up at the sky and then have, you know, one of these alternative fact motherfuckers, and you say, the sky is blue. And they're like, oh, no, I, I think it's purple. The sky is still fucking blue. Yeah. I know. Jeez. <clears throat> Which is why I've really stopped engaging with these people, because it's like a vortex that just sucks you in, and they feel like they won the conversation. And, you know, I already don't have much energy to go around with talking to people, you know, especially with how much I've been working. But I'm like, you know what? You are just not worth my time. All right. Agreed. Well, ooh. wow. Well, on that point, I think we'll end it there. So, this has been Gay Out the City. Thank you for joining me, Sean. I've loved doing this. And thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. This was, you know, this was so much fun, and I really can't wait to join you again. Yeah. If there are any subscribers out there, Tell Sean he needs to do a podcast with me once a month. <laughs> <laughs> I think that can be arranged. Yeah. All right. Well, as I said, this is Prince Electro Diamond. This is Gay Out the City, and I hope you've enjoyed.